UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Hello, welcome to this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. And we're going to talk about Michigan's season opening victory over Florida. A very convincing victory by a score of 33-17. to 17. Well, Andy, what did you think about that one? I thought it was a great victory for for, uh, for the Wolverines. Uh, once the Wolverines demolish somebody like Florida, everybody's going to say Florida is no good and all that. But they're they're a, a quality football team in some respects. They had some bad luck; had ten people out uh, due to uh, punishment for t- various transgressions. I think one, uh, most of them were out for credit card spending that was unauthorized. And one was out for using marijuana and getting caught. Uh, unauthorized marijuana, not once but twice. So they did have their troubles and they probably, they weren't at the top of their form. Because their leading receiver and leading uh, rusher were not there. But they still are a quality football team. They, they tried hard. And uh, Michigan did an excellent job, and that defense showed that it, what it's got stored for you in the future. Before the end of the year, it's going to be a very, very good defense. The offense has come a lot, lot, along a lot slower. I was disappointed in, in Wilton uh, throwing the two picks, although one, the first one you can't blame on Wilton. But that open receiver that was out there, just waiting for Wilton to hit him to clinch the game, I didn't like him missing that at all because that's reminiscent of the way they went down in the uh, in the losses they had last year. Well, anyway. well, the thing that struck me is I really thought this was a perfect opening game. Um, yeah. You know, Michigan won. Substantially, I mean, they definitely, you know, I'd say even in an overwhelming fashion. Um, and yet, there were still some obvious things to work on. You know, the last thing you want is a is a complete blowout um, where the team might get a little full of themselves. Um, you know, the thing that really struck me in this game is this was a road game, okay, no matter who technically was the home team. And it was really nice to see a Michigan team um, come out in the second half on the road and get stronger and and really do very, very well and really just put the hammer down on them. Um, they sure did. You know, you had those two pick sixes, which which kind of inflated uh, Florida's offensive total there, you know, or at least their point total. And you really, you know, I kind of had a little bit of uh, angst, wondering if Florida was finally going to rise up and, and really what happened is our defense just, just put a stranglehold on them and, and just dropped, again, I, you know, I say dropped the hammer just substantially. Now, I, I think that, uh, like you said, the offense definitely has some work to do. You know, the thing that I was really excited about is um, it's really nice to have something substantial to chew on. Um, you know, after, after, three, after four weeks of camp and... You can only ask the coaches how people are doing so many times. You can only talk to the players. Um, you know, you have something here. You, you have, um, you know, an entire game to go back and watch. 
and there were definitely some things to work on. Uh, I think the thing that, you know, my takeaways from the game are the defense is as fast as advertised. Um, now, are, are they going to, you know, it remains to be seen if they're going to be able to dominate everyone like that, but they are definitely fast. They are flowing to the ball. They are getting the job done. They are hitting. Um, the other thing on a more general um, tone is I don't know what targeting is. Um, you know, and that's something that I think college football in general is going to have to work on. You know, I, I really don't know when it is. I think Michigan got very fortunate that, you know, on the first uh, defensive play of the game, um, you know, they, they very well could have lost one of their players to that targeting call. And uh, You bet, uh, and, and a very good player because he had a hell of a good game. Yep, he was, he was great and, and, you know, definitely, um, you know, really, really played well. But again, it's just one of those things that's, I, I, I keep watching the targeting calls being called and being waved off or being called and not waved off. Um, again, not particular to Michigan, but, but definite. Um, you know, you mentioned Spade, and um, Spade's an odd one for me. Um, he is you, for me, too. You know, I think that uh, he's definitely, um, I, you know, I think from what we saw, there's no quarterback controversy. Um you know, um, John O'Corn got in a little bit, and that is John O'Corn. Uh, I, I have his name correct. I kept screwing up last <laughs> podcast. Um, but but the thing about it was, is that you know John O'Corn went in. He didn't like the world on fire. There's no quarterback controversy. Um, it, it's interesting because I just you know on those pick sixes, one wasn't Spade's fault. One definitely was. And then there was a, a wide open receiver, as you mentioned, late in the game. And you bet. As a, a guy, works. as a guy who's a returning starter, who's a veteran, um, with so many young pieces around him on offense, you, you expect better. I, I think he will get better. You know, Harbaugh mentioned that he was kind of surprised at, at some of the things. You know, he expected uh, a little better accuracy out of Spate. Um, now. The really good news on offense, man, we ran the ball. <laughs> and and Isaac, Ty Isaac was a big part of that. Listening to him after the on the you know Monday uh, when we were there for the press conference, and he talked afterwards. And uh, it's apparent that that he has changed his ethic regarding the work, and he's really putting in the work this year. He was knocking people down, finding the holes, and. And running with strength and speed, he did an excellent job. Excellent job. We'll see if he can keep it up. He certainly is a nice guy to hear. He's uh, impressive. He's not. Uh, we shook hands with him on the way out too. Yeah, he definitely. Had wished him well. For, that was fun. For a guy who's gone through so much, you know, coming in um, heralded and and not really. Um, you know, seizing the position, it's nice to see him get the opportunity and do well. You know, one thing that struck me looking at the, the post-game stats is that Michigan was almost perfectly balanced between rushing and passing. You know, they, they, ra- they, for t- yeah, they, they rushed for 215 yards and passed for 218. You know, that's pretty good balance. Now, uh, the, the other interesting thing was it looks like we have a field goal kicker. Yeah, he's so good. How do you, is it Nordine? I think that's the way you pronounce it. Yep. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because, 
you know, here he is. He's four for six. He set, you know, Coach Harbaugh um, made a point of reminding everybody that he set a Michigan record for having over two um, 50-yard field goals. Over 50, yep. Um, yep. You know, he missed one. He missed a short one. And, and they talked about, you know, the breakdown in that play. But I'll tell you, for a guy who missed two field goals, uh, I feel... I feel amazingly good about him. It's, it's you know he he really nailed those long ones. Um, very well, if you remember back, if you remember back to the spring game, he hit one that uh, from over fifty yards too that could have gone a considerably greater distance. So the the kid said I heard him on on the on the radio after uh, today, and he said that he he got tired. Um, that being tired, his leg got tired from that much kicking, that much strenuous kicking. So it was the last two that he missed. Oh my gosh! I bought, I'm sorry, Andy. I oh my gosh! It's a tough life being a kicker. Six times. Wow! He swung his leg six times. Life is a struggle. Yeah. Well, well, he's not he's not used to the games yet, and he he practices more of that. He's. Uh, kicking into that net all the time on the sidelines, so he does get some use. I'm not going to discredit what he says, cause, uh, but I believe Harbaugh, and Harbaugh says one of them was technique. Yep. Oh, and yeah. Oh, oh listen. I'll get, listen, I'm giving him all the credit in the world. Just understand is, uh, yep. you know, when you see how hard the other players work running and hitting and, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, my yeah, leg was, gonna, my leg was tired. So, the old uh, raspberry that they always get. Yeah, and, and again, that's kind of where I'm coming from. The other thing is is that now, really, the, the way for Michigan to fix this is to score more touchdowns and give him more work on nice, easy, you know, PATs. Um, Absolutely, you know, we want to see him rested. It's it's nice to have a weapon, you know, that, and especially to have shown the weapon to show that it's effective because it definitely. Um, changes the dynamic as you're as you're moving into scoring position. Um, so that was really nice. Now another thing that that wasn't great. Um, I really wasn't happy to see Grant Perry with his little uh, spinning the ball after the play. Um, Me either. I thought that was bushly. I don't like that at all. Well, and you know, for a guy who's had so much drama in the off season, I can understand him being excited to be on the field. It's great to see him excited about making a play, but you know, you really need to not draw extra attention to yourself after the saga that, that he's been through. Um, you know, he tweeted after the game that he'd heard that message loud and clear, and and hopefully, uh, you know, that's going to be, um, you know, won't be a problem. You know, the thing that struck, you know, Andy, one thing, the thing that struck me is, you know, we almost had 200-yard rushers in that game. You know, you had Ty Isaac, Ty Isaac with 114, and Chris Evans with 88. Um, you know, I'm, and I'm just going to round that up to 100. Let's just call it a day. You know, I mean, for for really what that game was, it was. You know, I'll tell you, my my winner. Two things that really struck me out of that game was how fast the defensive line played. Definitely lived up to the billing, um, and really the offensive line looked pretty good. And, and that's, I think, for me, was a surprise. You know, Isaac had a, a per carry average yardage of 10.4. So uh, well, I can't remember how many carries. I think it was something like 22, but he had, uh, well, it couldn't have been that much. But he had a 10.4 average. 
so he had the best game that he's had in Wolverine uniform. Yeah, what you and did, Andy, was, Andy, hold on. You crossed up. Ty Isaac had 11 carries, and Chris Evans had 22. So Chris yeah. was Chris was really the, the workhorse banging through, you know, um, and, and Ty Isaac kind of was the home run hitter there. Um, but, again, yeah. your, your point is well taken. I mean, uh, it, it, it was really nice to see both running backs – you know, having having a pretty good you know amount of success um, running behind that that offensive line. Um, and you know, there's some be, some behind that. You know, Higdon is no slouch, and Walker is the best inside runner that they got. He's big and fast and stuff. So they're loaded. They got a lot of people there, and and uh, bless his heart, old Harbaugh, old Harbaugh is using them. He's getting them in there. Let them have a little excitement on Saturday and giving us a little excitement. If they can run the football with that kind of defense that sets up the passing, they're going to be very tough to beat this year. But let's see how high they are for Cincinnati. Can they come out with the same swarming defense with two people always being in the right place uh, against a team that... uh, is a lot lower level than Florida, and not the first game. It is the first game in Michigan Stadium, and one of them said today that he really was looking forward to that because it was in Michigan Stadium. He gets out to come up uh, the tunnel and, and grab for the banner and touch the banner, and, and that's a big deal to him, and it should be. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do this upcoming week. You know, listen, I, I know we take one game at a time. You know, we always, you know, pull off that little chestnut and, and repeat it. Really, you know, I would be surprised if, if they didn't come out sky high for the home opener. I'm really looking at the third game. You know, and it's funny. Yeah. I know, again, we take them one at a time. And, listen, no matter, you know, yes, Florida was down players. But after your first game, you'd much you'd much rather be Michigan than Florida. Okay, there's no question about that. Absolutely, and, absolutely. You know, even with you know Spate kind of uh, having a little bit of a short circuit there a couple times, um, at least we know who our quarterback is. You know, I, I'm really looking at these next couple games, kind of to um, you know uh, again bring the offense up. Um, you know, avoid injuries, see how the defense can keep, you know, hopefully just strangling the other team. And, you know, for me right now, again, after after one game, and it's only one game, um, it's how fast the offense can get competent and deadly um, and if the defense can avoid key injuries. Yes, that's a big thing, I hope. Uh, one thing we should mention is how well first did. He was dead on that center for part of that game, nose to nose, and he pushed him back one time, pushed him back so that the guy stepped stepped on his quarterback's foot. Hurst really, really is a good football player, and he's getting better all the time. I've, I've gotten a few complaints from from some of our readers that, about the fact that Rashawn Gary did not live up to his star billing. And I thought he did. You gotta remember, people gotta remember that for the for a large part of the game when they were going against the spreads, they used a three three five stack and that 
alters the position that you put Roshan in. Uh, I think he had a credible game that he did very well, and that the people, if they're smart, are going to going to make the plays to the side opposite him, because he was chasing the mob out there quite often, shooing people over to the other side where a couple of our guys got hold of. So it was a very good John Brown performance. He had them knowing what was coming, and they seemed very well trained for a young team, so I have to give him a couple of kudos there. That I thought Brown did, had an excellent game plan and had his people execute it to perfection. You know, I, I guess this is the, uh, the curse of, of Michigan in that if you look at that game, they really held Florida to a field goal. Okay? That's cool. And so basically, you held Florida to a field goal and they had. 11 yards rushing. Okay? So... Pretty dismal for them, huh? Yeah, if, if you're going to find criticism in that, um, I, you know, again, listen, we, we definitely, Michigan fans have a high standard of excellence, and, uh, you know, that that's, it goes with being here. But, you know, when you held the, you know, held Florida to under 200 total yards offense, and... 11 yards rushing, you know, it's hard for me to, to be critical of anybody. Now, obviously, you know, for me, um, when I'm breaking the team down, listen, I'm excited to have one game in the book, but my next um, marker is after game three, okay? If we get to after game three and Rashawn is still MIA, you know, then it may be time for, you know, cause for concern. Um, you know, if Spain, oh, 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 if, wait, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think he was MIA. I thought he played a, I thought he played a decent game. It just this guy is complaining because he's not the star that right now of the entire offense, and that's uh, a that's the, a yeah, ridiculous thing. Yeah, of the thing. defense. Yeah, Ra- and see, Rashawn is a good football player. Oh yeah, and, and again, what I'm saying is, if he, uh, my guess is he's going to have a breakout performance. In the next three you games, bet he is. or yep. you know, again, it could very well be. Listen, um, you know, I think you could make a case last year that Jabril was so dominant on defense that that teams played away from him. Okay, That's and right. you know, he didn't have quite the interception totals that you would have liked. I mean, there. Are, but then you look and you say, well, you know, is he taking away part of the field? So again, after three games, I, I'm expecting Rashawn to, to have a dominant performance. Uh, you know, do they have yep. a star turn? And again, if he doesn't, well, that's one thing. But you know, again, for for how well the defense looked, um, you know, I think they take their wins and their successes as a squad. And as a squad, they were very yep. successful. Um, you know, one funny thing today is uh, Har- Coach Harbaugh was very, very adamant that um, he thought the performance of the offense during the pick sixes. Um, was his word atrocious? Meaning there was a lot of people standing around and not, you know, trying to make that play. And, and they have to understand that that's a quick change, and they need to get on it. And, and he sounded very, very excited about addressing that in practice. And I, I think that that was one of the first things that that was addressed. I, I don't think we'll. Hopefully, we won't see very many interceptions. But if we do, I think we'll see a lot more flowing to the ball. Um, 
And, uh, and you know, the, the other thing that, that was good is, you know, he, he really seemed he really seemed to be in a good mood today. And I think that yeah, he's happy. after watching the tape, okay, a lot of times coaches will come back and, and pick out, you know, a, a lot of things to be concerned about. I think if the only concern you have out of that game is, oh, the offensive players should have played defense better, um, you know, that's not, a, that's not a bad place to be um, for your first game of the season. It's a good place to be. You know, he yeah, actually, they're, they're, he actually, he joked. They asked him if he wanted to go out and make the tackle, and uh, he looked like he definitely had thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a total competitor, that man. But he, he was very pleasant today. Uh, answered the questions very, very well as usual, and uh, he seems geared to have a pretty good season here. I hope that comes true for these fellows. And. A couple of things that they have that are, are nice. They seem to have an exceptional esprit de corps. They seem to play as a pack. Uh, no Furbish. I listened to him after, uh, in the scrum after uh, Harbaugh spoke. And, and uh, he was talking how, uh, wasn't it Winovich that made the hit? And then... Uh, he didn't get to fumble, and the two of them were kid joshing each other about that. That uh, Furball said, hey, I stole your glory, and one of which is okay, man. You did a good job. So it's a team that seems to be have a lot of friendly parts. They seem to be enjoy playing football. The, the weight of the world is not on these fellows. And the linebackers are much, much better. They're, they're smaller. They're faster. They get to the plate, and it's a mob defense. A lot of good things we saw. A lot of tough challenges coming up, but uh, maybe these guys are ready for them. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue. UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. All right, we have Coach Harbaugh. We will uh, open it up to and uh, he keeps ascending, so I uh, feel good. Fullbacks are uh, doing a nice job. Um, <coughs> most of our veteran players are, are playing good, and, and uh, kind of the theme is we got to, you know, we got to get ex- we got to get experience. You know, we got to get experience playing. This guy's first time playing uh, here in the big house. First time, first time going through a week of school, and uh, going to be patient. You know, we're going to going to coach him up, and and uh, long road ahead, but. 
you can't get experience without getting ex- without playing. So uh, that's that's kind of the theme. Coach, to your right, Steve. Thank you. You can talk about two plays. Uh, the first one, the, the 36-yard reception by Zach Gentry, which kind of got things going for the offense, and then your decision to go out for it on fourth and eight and, and the conversion pass. Yeah, it was a nice job by uh, Zach. We'll threw a good ball in the crossing route. That uh, you know we needed that. That that flipped some field position when we had gone a couple. Uh, you know we had a, had a couple previous punts. So uh, that was good. That was good. The, the decision to go for it on fourth and eight. Um, we're about at the 33-yard line. Would have been a 50-yard, 50, 51-yard 50, field goal. Um, punting it. You know, could have gained you only eight yards, so um, decided to take the, the chance there. And uh, I think I believe uh, who made that catch was that Grant Kakoa? Yeah. So uh, there was there was a lot of good. There's a lot of good, and there's a lot of a lot of times where you know we're the, the screen's going a little fuzzy, and we're you know, not not doing our our assignment. So uh, and then you know the fumbles in the those hurt in the ball handling, so no, we we'll just keep uh, keep going. Winds are tough to come by, and we're we're happy to have this one. Coach, over on your left here, Larry. Started strong in terms of the score, and the final score was lopsided. But what happened in between to maybe make it closer than expected? Oh, you, you saw the game. I'll just, well, I'll just let you write whatever you want, Larry. <laughs> On the right, Adam. Did you not watch the game? Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, you're a paid writer. Uh, Jim, right side of the offensive line, I know last week that you mentioned Nolan kind of, I guess, improving. How, how, would, you, how would you grade out Nolan, the good, the bad, same with Mike on winning, just the whole right side as a whole? How would you assess those guys? Yeah, we're, we're uh, it was a game where, where um, mistakes were made and weren't multiple uh, in terms of like three and four by one person, but it was one by each, one by Mike. You know, he pulls, pulls. Uh, you know, when the play's coming toward him, he pulls, and we get we get hit in the backfield on third and two. Uh, they made it fourth and four down on the goal line. Stuff, stuff like that. Um, you know, a guy gets a holding penalty. You know, not uh, not using the technique that that uh, and blocking the guy he should. There's personal foul by Nolan. I mean, he could go quarterback on the ball handling. The you know, ball slips out of his hand, um, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I could document it and go through it play by play like Larry wants me to do, uh, but that's that's kind of the cause of it. There are guys who are taking turns, and we got to, you know, we got to get into a rhythm. We have to, uh, all 11 got to gotta execute, and that's that's on us as coaches uh, and, and the players to evaluate where, uh, you know, what's causing it and you know uh, how to get our offense into into the rhythm because we can move the ball. We can move the ball, um, and we had the had the, had the feeling coming out of this game that that we stopped ourselves on, on occasions. So um, that's that's a challenge for our team. Is there any, is there any level of like frustration or anticipation, like how? In your mind, how long this stuff needs to take to be ironed out? I mean, week two is still early in the season, but are you thinking about that? Like, okay, this stuff needs to be ironed out now. Well, as I, as I said at the very beginning, uh, you know, very patient. You can't you can't gain experience 
playing uh, in games, you can only do it by playing football. And uh, so there's a certain, definitely a certain level of patience there, uh, and, and stubbornness. Call it either either way you, you know. Some people like to say stubbornness. I like to say patience. You know, uh, and we'll we'll continue on that path and and uh, you know striving for for uh, perfect. You know, striving for perfection. That's that's the goal. Execution and and uh, we'll keep going. The back middle though. Coach, uh, you know, we all have have relatives in Florida. We all do. Um, all I can do is, and we talk, you know, all I can do is pray about it. And, uh, and you check and make sure your families are, are okay. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a challenge. You know, guys were guys were talking about it and, and making calls, et cetera. But that's we pray for the state of Florida. And, but certain things aren't in your control, like the weather. None was addressed to those guys prior. About what? None was addressed to those guys prior to the game or anything. Uh, we we had conversations about it. Thank you. You're welcome. In the middle left here, Kevin. Coach, you um, made a change at punt returner. Um, and you had a talk. It looked like on the sidelines you had talked with uh, Donovan at one point about um, being able to come up and, and, and catch the ball and take control of that. Was that what that conversation was about? And when you switched to Grant, why why did you switch to Grant? As um, you know, just felt like the you know the decision to, to not catch the ball was was coming too late and. Uh, it was allowing too many of our our uh, guys to be around the ball, and we're going to have to we're going to have to you know keep coaching that up. Got um, guys doing it for for the first time. I mean, there's, there's a point where you have to you have to come off blocking your man as you get closer to the returner. You know that that ten yards distance away, and uh, you got to be able to you got to find the returner, and uh, it's not easy to do. If you're trying to block a man, you got to find the returner. Got to be be uh, have have that awareness and you know St. Juice at one point was getting blocked into the catch spot and and saw, saw that that was one that that uh, Donovan needed to you know he needed to he wasn't going to be able to make the play his own man was going to was going to run into his own man so there's this it, there's experience that needs to to take place there and it felt like. Uh, they want to go with the guy who had a little bit more time on task and a little more experience. So it was just that simple. Donovan would be be really good, uh, but you know, needs a need a, a more experience and get a couple a couple things that go bad where you're not confident. Uh, so that's that was a decision to to change at that point. Over in the back row, coach. Coach, uh, between games one and two overall, did you see the growth that you wanted to see from week one to week two? Well, we grew in we grew in experience. I mean, there's uh, there's again, it'll be you know a lot of things for each individual player to think about, and you know, just in in a number of ways of playing a football game, you know, there's there's things that uh, you can't experience until you experience them. You know, there's a lot of there's 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 um, handling your emotions. You know. Handling a week of school uh, for the first time, 
being in uh, being in that environment, that atmosphere, you know, it's got a there's there's nerves, there's butterflies, and you, and you get experience on how to how to handle handle them, you know. And at some point, I mean, it's like me. I'm 53. I mean, it's gone dead. I got I'm dead in here. It's like burnt wood, you know, in terms of nervousness and butterflies and uh, emotions that way. Uh, but guys that are doing it for for the first time or the second time even uh, take some time on task, take some experience. So uh, you know. We got we got some more of that today, and that's uh, you know, that's a good thing. Over on the left here, Coach hey, Mitch. Um, maybe this falls under that category, but Wilt was in here. He was talking a little bit about his mechanics on passes that sail on him. You know, uh-huh. the today there was someone last week. To the casual fan, they look like you know open guys should be available. Can you enlighten us as to you know when that happens? Is there, is there more to it than that? Um, I mean, guys. I mean, there's different ways that people throw. I mean, people are gonna, you know, they uh, you go with the the usual buzzwords. Uh, he's he's fairly, you know. He's, I can think of one that that sailed. Uh, I think it was Donovan coming on the on the deep crossing route. We had a nice he had a nice throwing lane, and you know, see the lane, see the throw, um, and 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 make the throw. Um, you know, you're not gonna be perfect. I mean, what 17 to 28. Uh, 58% with a couple throwaways, um, you know, not bad can be better, and uh, we'll we'll keep striving for that, you know, that that perfection. But uh, you know, I wasn't, uh, I don't know exactly what his mechanics were on that, but people throw how they throw, you know, and uh, you know, he's done it enough where I mean, he's going to hit most of them, in my mind. Okay, time for a couple more. We'll start on the right there, Nick. Jim. Uh, you mentioned you were, what you say, turned wood, dead wood inside, something like that? Yeah, to those, em- to those emotions of yeah, have you, nervousness. And- have you had to uh, stop and think when you're reacting to some of these guys about how young they are or, you know, in a game, in camp or anything? Have you changed the way? Maybe you've approached it all this last couple weeks, last month about, you know, you say you can't get experience until you get it, but is that a question? Oh, I think about it all. Yeah, I think about it a lot, Nick. Um, you know, and, and what you're asking somebody to do and, you know, um, and putting them in a position when they're when they're confident and they can you know they really understand it and um, that's that's the the ideal position. I mean, there's there's a lot of it right now. You know, there's a lot of you know who who's really got this and you don't know for sure. But uh, <clears throat> you know, happened. Uh, you know, some first first you know punter, you know snapper, kicker. Uh, you know, I think is. Uh, did a nice job today, and it's, you don't know, but you remember. You remember. It's hard to execute. It's hard to, um, you, know, you know, play with a lot of emotions. You know, you're better off being dead to them. Uh, but, <clears throat> yeah, to answer your question, yeah, think about it. Try to, you know, you try to anticipate. You try to try to resolve when you where you can. And but. Um, you know, the other thing in my mind is that, uh, you know, you just can't, you can't dumb it down Barney style either. I mean, uh, and, and you know, just line up in a two tight ends and a balanced line and, and think that you're just going to, you know, run off tackle play after play after play when they have five defensive linemen in the game and they're doing a nice job uh, uh, as the case was today. So, I don't know. Probably talking too much here, but yes, I do think about it. Try to anticipate. Try to try to resolve. And uh, you know, the experience has taught me that 
Yeah, they got to go do it. They got to go do it, and uh, you know we can, you know, keep the uh, keep moving forward and and gaining the experience. And you know, I know what I know what these guys are are made of, and and uh, they're going to get it. I feel very very confident about that. Last question on the left here, Aaron. Did that make any sense? It did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for interpreting. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no miscommunication. He, uh, you know, it's taking his, he's taking his ball, he's taking the, the other hand off the ball uh, and trying to do a one hand. I just, you know, I've been telling him it's a matter of time until it slips out of your hand. Today was the day. Today was the day that it, it just slipped right out of his hand. And that's uh, you know, a bad habit. Uh, keep working hard to break him of that. But got us today on that. The fly sweep. Um, you know, I got to see that. I got to see that one. Whether uh, you know, the depth of the snap off point, I thought was too late. Um, Kakoa might have been a little too tight, and uh, I'm not so sure that that ball didn't slip out of Wilton's hands. Exactly. I think it was culmination of three three things that that went wrong with that play, and we'll get more time on task on it, but. Um, that's, that was my feelings on both of the both of the plays. I mean, quarterback's got to you got to handle the ball handling. Yeah. All right, thanks, coach. Belt to belt, seated in there with your eyes. Yeah. Keep keep working. Thanks. All right, good. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.